My name's Kate, and I'm happy to be here. And you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. And you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. Hi guys, hello. My name's Kate, and I'm happy to be here. And you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Feeling okay? Feeling not so okay? Well, regardless of how you're feeling, we're gonna do our usual deep breath in. So we'll do a four count in. We'll hold for two, and then we'll do a four count out. So we'll do our four count in. And then we'll exhale. Cool, chill. So guys, it's Libra season. It's Libra season. Um, We love that for us. I've been having an interesting start to my Libra season. Started out with my period. Never good vibes for the start of your, you know, astrological sun sign season. But, you know, we're living, we're living, we're learning, we're growing. And I have one of my best friends, um, my ride or die Libra. She's a straight up baddie, like so hot, so pretty, so funny, so gorge. And she's here on the pod. She's back on the pod. Welcome, Mackenzie. How are you? Hey, besties. <laughs> <laughs> That introduction was so nice. I like don't know what to do with myself now. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's all true things. It's all I don't lie. One thing about me is I don't really lie. So, no. especially about my hot ass friends. No. Oh my god. Okay. No well, reason to lie. <laughs> okay, my beautiful, funny, caring best friend. Oh. Literally. Oh my, you are. You are literally one of my best friends you and Rachel for sure so Mackenzie how's Libra season going for you so far okay <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no <laughs> that's dramatic but like my life in comparison to I feel like maybe all of my Libra seasons now that I'm thinking about it is so bland and I just mm. I don't know what to do with myself um but this has probably been the most eventful labor season I think oh, oh it yes. also has a birthday too so I'm wondering if that has something to do with it oh my god it was your golden birthday no I like didn't even Holy realize fuck. I, love. I was like this is special I think that's crazy it is very yeah. special it is it is yeah. it's like a good sign wow so. Mackenzie have- that's bonkers I know it's so wild and crazy and goofy and silly I feel like, I don't know, my Libra seasons have been all over the place. Last year was good. This year it's been good. It's just been a lot of emotions. I don't know. Like, do you feel emotional? Yes. Well, all the time, but also because (laughs) there's so many factors that go into it. It's your Leo moon. Oh my God. Yeah. No, she's the Leo moon goes crazy. She's so bold. No. Yeah. I think. Well, also, I mean, I did just start um, Prozac, so I've been a little, like, wacky lately, mm. I think, because of that, so that's been, like, a huge adjustment, but, um, I mean, other than just, like, the normal, like, mixed crazy emotions that I have, oh, and just, like, crippling anxiety, like, that's a good one, uh, that's always just there in the background. <laughs> it's always so much fun. I, you know, I love when it happens, and then it just affects my whole day and my whole life. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite, actually. It's my favorite. Yeah. I have a new anxiety symptom. What is it? It's like dizziness and like feeling out of body and like feeling like I'm going to fucking faint. And I, 
I hate it. It's very, it's brand new. It happened the other day and I was really confused. I thought I was just lightheaded. Um, and then it happened at dinner a little bit today. And I was like, Oh God, I'm like, I think this is a new symptom. Like yeah. something's going on. So oh my gosh, that's like, um, like detachment or like dis disillusionment or something kind of, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm dissociating a little bit. Yes. Yeah. That too. Oh no, bestie. I'm so sorry. It's okay. You know, it, it is life. So is life. We move on. I would say I'm mostly doing good though. It's just, you know, yeah. being 26, I'll be 26 so soon. Yes. How do you feel being 26? Is your whole, your, your frontal lobe is fully developed? I know. I know. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. 25 has been a wild year. Like it has been in the wise words of Kylie Jenner, the year of like realizing things um like pretty much everything honestly um like no because literally when I did I think it was a couple days before I turned 25 I like I remember sitting at work and I just like everything became like so clear and like my vision became a little bit sharper and like things were just louder and I I just remember like grabbing my journal and I just started like writing down all of these like goals and stuff that I had before or like that Aww. I like for my 25th year because it hit me I was like holy shit I'm 25 like I'm there like that's quarter life you know like I'm like now yeah. past that you know <gasps> oh that's oh that makes me ill to think about uh, oh I'm so unwell but also at the same time I'm like okay well aging is a privilege and yes like, you know, so I so I am thankful for it, but I think, I think I get scared of it. Um, not only because of like what, you know, how society treats women aging, but also because I do have like a fear of not having enough time to like accomplish everything, you know, that I want to and see everyone that I want to and do the, you know, so, um, it's, yeah. it's either, or it's kind of a little bit of a mix of both, which can be kind of, uh, confusing, I'd say. I think that's a really valid thing. And it's, it's weird too. I don't know if you can relate to this, but like, like I never used to have a fear of aging and I used to be like, Oh, aging's beautiful. Like gray hair is beautiful. Like blah, 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 which it is now as I'm turning 26 nearing my grave, I am, I am scared of aging now. <laughs> I am so scared. I am so scared. I don't want it to happen to me. Not for like a little bit of a vain reason, but just like, I don't know. Just it's like weird. Even pictures from a few years ago, like my eye circles have deepened. Yeah. Like I, my face is just different, even from like literally three years ago. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I think like, I mean, because I'm looking at you now and I'm like, I obviously like, I'm like, what? Like, what is she talking about? You know? So like, oh, then I think that's good. Oh, no. Yeah. Like you're like, you're fine. So it's like, <laughs> me just like looking at myself in the mirror like oh I see an old woman like yeah <laughs> we're literally like versions of our grandparents or like it's just like the body dysmorphia but like age dysmorphia is that a thing age, age dysmorphia? dysmorphia yeah I think it's just delusion oh <laughs> it's just delusion <laughs> okay well <laughs> But yeah, well, no, I think we're just a lot like more, we notice things more on ourselves and we're harder on ourselves, but like truly, yeah. like, I don't notice a thing. Like you would, oh. if you showed me a picture of you three years ago, I wouldn't. Oh, that's would. good to know. Yeah. I feel like I just, I'm like, wow, I'm so run down by the world. That's how I feel. But speaking of feeling run down and speaking of Libra season, we are entering our lover eras, perhaps, both of us question mark 
perhaps um we're like talking to people that yeah. we're interested in also to this this podcast needs to listen to me you cannot curse us today because the podcast curse every time every goddamn time i mention somebody i'm dating Girl. like it ends it ends and i i'm freeing myself from it i'm freeing myself yes, agreed from it i have my amethyst my rose quartz and my desk please free me please i want to talk about stuff i love talking please okay okay but don't like drag me into that because (laughs) because i haven't talked to someone like seriously in like seven years um so i would how many years it's been like seven years seven since i actually i think have genuinely genuinely liked someone enough to be like wow well, I guess there was, um, you know him. Um, he's, actually, he's actually a reoccurring character. <laughs> um, they creep this. up. They creep back up. It's, well, uh, the, in this case, actually, I creeped up, but yeah. Well, that's um, okay. Neither that here nor one, there. Neither here nor there. But yeah, that one, that reoccurring character, um, I think I was in such a different headspace when I like thought that I wanted to date him, and I was honestly just so delusional. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just with everything just with everything regarding that whole encounter um so I don't know I think it's just it's different this time because I have a lot more therapy under my belt I have a lot more yeah. um, like quote-unquote heartbreaks from like situationships and I've just yeah I've just well my my what is it your prefrontal lobe your cortex yeah your fr- I thought it was your frontal lobe frontal lobe yeah Whatever one of that. the lobes yeah, one of the loves is popping off and she's telling me everything I need to hear. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a lot different now. That's why I'm kind of, I mean, that's where the anxiety comes in though, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really happy for you though, to hear that. And like, I just seen you, I mean, we've been friends for, has it been seven years? I think it's longer than that. Seven or eight. Yeah. It's gotta be. Wow. And I feel like I've just seen you, you know, grow into this just wonderful human that you are. And, you know, you deserve, sorry, this guy's my friendship talking right now. Um, You just deserve, you know, all the wonderful things. And so it's just nice to hear that. And I even just the seven years. Wow. That, that is a lot, but I don't mean that in like a bad way, because I think it's really wonderful that like you've met somebody like my therapist told me this years ago and it really resonated with me. She was like, Kate, you know, you could date a bunch of people that are just like average and like disposable and like just not that great. You could date like as many people as you want, or you could date like really cool, interesting, funny people that you really like and just have a few of those. Like, and that's how it works. Like, you know, we're not going to have like, like people who like hip hop between relationships, like I don't think those are like really like stellar lasting super great and i think when you do wait and you really prioritize your values and your boundaries and you meet somebody and it's great then it's really great so i think that's a good thing yeah no i agree with her like 100 percent. honestly like that i mean i think i need to remind myself that too you know because sometimes it's so easy to fall back into that pattern where it's like you just want to like talk to someone and connect with someone and you don't really care who it is unfortunately yeah but um, yeah, no, I, th- I think it's crazy to kind of see the contrast between like, oh, this is actually genuinely connecting with someone that you're interested in. And that could, you could, mm-hmm. you know, see a, a future with, but like in a healthy way, not like you're 
you know, making up this like person in your head because you don't have enough information about them. It's like, oh, the more you learn, the more it's like, oh yeah, like, no, this is good stuff. You yeah. Know? So yeah, no, I mean, it's few and far between. It really is. And that's what I used to do. That's how I started dating my ex-girlfriend. I was lonely. I was newly queer. I yeah. wanted somebody so bad. And when you want somebody so bad, you just want that affection, that attention. That's like normal, but like to want those things. And, you know, I'm not reprimanding people who have those feelings because I do, but instead of like thinking logically and waiting and being patient, I just rushed into something and then it had very real consequences for me. So if, you know, anyone out there is feeling lonely, you know, and wants a connection, like that's totally okay and valid, but just make sure it's like with somebody who's like a good person. I think that's just what, you know, just dating a good person. It would be so nice. It would be so great to date a good person. That'd be crazy. (laughs) No, it's, I don't know why it's like such a crazy concept these days. Like, and I don't know. I think it's hard too, though, to kind of vet people these days because there's just a lot of ways to like be deceiving, you know, especially with um, social media and just online dating and stuff. I mean, that's a whole other thing. Um, but I also was, I was, it was, oh, I was going to say I was reading an article, but this is most likely like 99% was a TikTok, but <laughs> yeah, I was, I was watching, I guess a TikTok and it was saying that, um, I mean, like today's online dating has really, I mean, of course there's, there's a slew of problems that come with that, but one of them is, um, that like when you had to meet people like in the wild, as they say now, um, back in the day, and we also didn't have have like the texting culture or even ways to text like you literally had to like call on like you know like on a yeah. thing it wasn't even like if someone didn't text you back or if someone didn't talk to you in 24 hours no one thought anything of it they would yeah. talk like once a week like and then go on you know what I mean like to like set up a date and then go on the date and then they'd be like okay like what am I seeing you next week like what are we doing like you know what yeah. I mean like we were so now we're so like enthralled into other people's lives, especially the people that we're like talking to. Um, and I guess, well, now I'm like giving myself advice, kind of like what's going on with me now too. I'm like, Oh, self-soothing. Um, but yeah, it's crazy to get so invested in that and just learn all these new things about someone and just to kind of get comfortable in the fact that like you, you are getting, I guess like that dopamine from like their texts. Oh yeah know from like getting to know someone new and it's just crazy because it's not like I don't want to say it's not human because I don't even know like the psychology behind it or anything but um it's I mean it's definitely something that's very new in in the way humans you know have evolved quote-unquote it's interesting you say that too because I saw a TikTok with a bunch of articles and one of the articles it mentioned was like is it it is not normal is it normal that we see our faces as much as we do Like, were we meant to even see ourselves this much? And that was interesting to think about because I would, not only do I love looking at myself in the mirror, I really do. I just, I just was like, wow, that's interesting to think about. And even with the phones and texting and stuff, like, I don't think we were meant to keep in this much contact with like other people, but I love it. I love texting. I love (laughs) all the things. I do like texting. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I hate it, but sometimes I love it. Yeah. 
I think I agree. I mean, there's a, it's, and it, there's no in between too. It's, it's, it's like I either hate it or I love it. And I'm like texting you back within like 0.2 seconds or <laughs> I'm texting you back within like 24, maybe 48 hours. Like, and it's nothing that has to do with like really even the conversation itself or, or not obviously like the person I'm texting, it rarely has anything to do with that. Yeah. You know? But it's more just like, I have to be in the mood for texting. So yes, it's like an event for me. Like it's an activity, like having a, like a full on, like engaging texting conversation. That's not just like anything, like just information wise, like, oh, like, where are we going? Like, what are we, you know, like stuff like that, like planning wise, if it's actual, like substance of a conversation like mm-hmm. that, I can like sit there and just be on, on text, like for hours, you know, yeah. especially if the other person is, is replying to. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like too, you do have very in-depth conversations with people you're talking to over text too. And I think that happens to me as well. And I love doing that, but I agree. It has to, it's like an activity. I can't really, I'm not really watching anything. I can't read. Like I'm just listening to music, texting somebody. Yeah. And it's so fun in the beginning, but, but it's just, it's just, it's an event. Even like, like people I talk to in the regular, like you like Davida, Hannah, all my besties, right? That's like no big deal. But like texting somebody I don't know that well, mm. it's like a lot of energy. Like my friend Anna and I are trying to set up a FaceTime call and I've just been horrible at responding just because like, I just don't see her that often, you know? And it's just like, it's just like a lot of like labor, you know, to like set stuff up and like, but I, but I care for her and I love to hear from her, but it's just, I don't know, texting and communicating takes I think a lot out of people and I don't think we talk about that a lot you know yeah that's a good point I mean it it all goes back to I mean kind of this is this way of communication is so new and like in a way I mean it is it's unnatural for us as humans Mm -hmm. so it's it's very interesting to see I mean not only how it's affecting us now but like how it down the line you know like this will yeah change the way that like humans socialize and just like our brains in general you know so did you um, I don't know if this is fact checked, but I heard that now we're getting like a bump on our neck because we look at our phones. So speaking of, I liked what you said earlier too, about like, it's hard to like read people nowadays. And something you and I have been talking about a lot recently is like love bombing. Right. Um, Which is like really interesting for a lot of reasons because we've both experienced that, but I've experienced it differently in other people, like for sure. Um, so like, and it's hard to tell between like regular affection and like love bombing because there's like a fine line. I do think there is kind of a fine line between it sometimes. It's hard for me though. I mean, just on an individual level, Mm -hmm. um, because I, I mean like all out myself, I have issues like receiving and like showing affection um, and like, I'm working on it in therapy and like, I'm getting there, getting better for sure. But for the majority of my life, like I, when someone would like show affection to me, I wouldn't really like believe it. And I couldn't really, I didn't know how to respond to it really. Um, and that really has like messed up a lot of my, like my, well, my one relationship and then like potential relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get it now, you know, cause now looking back at it, I'm like, wow, that must really suck to like, not to like try and show someone affection. And like, they just don't, they just can't like, appreciate it or they get weird or they like knock you down or be like that's not true and that's how I was you know so as far as like if it was love bombing or not I think there were instances where it was for sure um and where you know it wasn't it was just normal stuff but when it was 
I think that in a weird way, my brain was like so attracted to it though, because like it, and I think it was subconsciously because consciously I'm sitting here and I'm like telling this person, they're like, Oh, you're so great. And you're so pretty. And you're so this, and you're so that, you know? And I respond and I'm like, no, I'm not like, thank you. But like, no, I'm not, or not even sometimes I could even say, thank you. I would just be like, you're just saying that. I always think people are lying. That's another thing too. I'm like, Oh, you're just mm-hmm. saying that. But at the end of the day, like my, I think my subconscious brain wants to believe it so bad because like yeah. humans want to believe good things about themselves, you know, like, um, that I like would keep these people around. And I think that's kind of like low self-esteem definitely makes you so vulnerable to people yeah. that, that love bomb, you know, it's like, you're the, the perfect victim, if you will. So yeah. I mean, it's really hard to determine. It still is. I mean, I'm talking to someone new now and I just, I, I how many times do I text you? And I'm like, is this love bombing? Is this love bombing? <laughs> you're like, no, it's not. But like, I just <laughs> genuinely, I'm like, I, I can't understand like compliments like that, you know, and it not yeah. being like with an ulterior motive or because they're not healed or something, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, first I just want to say too, for like, thank you for sharing that, you know, and being open, um, on the show too. I really appreciate that. But yeah, I, I agree. I think for me, it's like, I've been through love bombing before, but it looks different in different people. So it's hard to catch. I think sometimes, like sometimes it's very clear, very obvious. And then sometimes it kind of creeps in, like it'll be like regular normal compliments and then you'll get like a really big doozy and you're like, oh, you're like, okay, what's, what's happening here? It's so funny too, because like, I also though want to believe that somebody would fall in love with me in two weeks. Like, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense though. Like that makes perfect sense to me why somebody would love me in two weeks. Um, me and the person I'm talking to right now, we're making jokes about that. Like, it's like, oh, of course, like that, like literally makes sense. That's so great. Like, duh. Yeah. And like you said, you get like a dopamine rush from it. Like you get a dope in it because it's like so infectious and just like it pulls you in. It's literally like love bombing. Like it's literally like. I mean, it works. That's for sure. Yeah. So like love bombing. Right. Um, I have like the actual definition. Um, it's literally a type of emotional abuse. And it's where someone uses grand gestures to manipulate another person. A love bomber may bomb you with gifts, compliments, and affection, but these actions are not done out of kindness. So essentially the love bomber is trying to create an emotional dependency, which is, I thought was interesting definition because I think just hearing emotional abuse, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm like crazy, you know, like, like crazy, not like bad, but like crazy, like, oh, wow, like I've experienced that, like that's brutal to read but I don't know like what would you like do you what do you think you get the most because I think I get compliments the most and affection I I don't think I get gifts yeah no definitely not gifts um like in this economy no like (laughs) yeah definitely compliments though I would say for sure I think that's probably the easiest most cost-effective way you know to, (laughs) to gain that like emotional dependence anyhow you know like if I was a love bomber, I would just do that. I'd be like, why would I when I be economically efficient? I know. I'm like off the record. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was a love bomber. <laughs> I don't really care. You are not. I'm just saying if I was, I would definitely go like the compliment route, you know. Plus it's I mean, come on, like you can reuse so many compliments for so many people you know so not only is oh, it yeah. effective but it is time efficient as well so oh my god wait this is <laughs> turning into like, for giving like love, love bombers, bombers advice yeah like <laughs> just... 
This is, no, yeah. Okay, well, if any love bombers are listening to this, don't. Don't take notes. Put down your pen and paper. <laughs> Do the opposite of what you're saying, actually. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it's funny, too. It's be... Uh, that's a that's a good way to put it. It's like it's like compliments you can use for other people, but it just feels so like personal when it's happening to you. Like, like what's the crazy? Do you know like what's the craziest thing? Could you think of it like somebody has said to you when they were love bombing you? I had someone tell me they loved me after a fucking month of dating me. Oh so. yeah, I that. I'm like yeah, right. It's like oh, it's like of course that makes sense. Yeah, no, so logical, completely. <laughs> totally like in a month yeah yeah no because like that's such a logical timeline to me it's crazy life. too <laughs> when that happened to me I was like 23 and I was okay. like wow lesbian relationships move really fast yeah. like wow this is like turbo speed but looking back on it now as like frontal lobes developed, got therapy, got rationality. I can't fucking imagine, imagine saying I love you to somebody in a month. That's fucking insane. It's ridiculous, ridiculously insane. Um, I think, okay, well, I was going to say in general though, because I think you get this comment a lot too, Mm. but like, I swear to God, and I'm going to out myself, I fall for it every time. I'm better about it now. um, I think I know what it is. Oh my God, I hope you do. Let's see. Okay, so (laughs) it's like- wait what okay I guess you guess first because now I'm curious is it the one where it's like you're not like other girls yes! <laughs> you're so different you're, <laughs> wow, you're, you're so, so special yeah that one gets me like no other I'm like you I compliment my appearance like compliment my intelligence whatever but no if you tell me that I'm different uh, I'm like I love you I do I love you like I'm like thank you like you're mine no it's yeah, it's bad though I don't know what like, I should probably talk to my therapist about that that's <laughs> well it, it feels I the <laughs> I know well it feels my indiv- individuality complex I'm yeah. like wow I'm like so special I'm like I'm yeah. so you may think I'm special so I must be special <laughs> Right. It like makes logically it makes sense to me. <laughs> so agreed. agreed. Yeah. So yeah. that's one of them. But I will say actually, um, the person I'm talking to now, so he had made a comment when um we were in one of our conversations, one of like the earlier ones, and he he was like, Oh, like you're so like he was like saying something and he's like, I like that we have like different viewpoints and I let he's like, You're so different. And I literally, like, we were texting back and forth so quickly because we were actually in, like, an engaging conversation. Like, that's all yeah. we were doing. And I literally stared at that text and my heart dropped. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. like, this was going so well. Like, why did you have to say that comment? And I just, like, yeah. didn't know how to respond because I didn't want to be like, thank you. Like, and, like, yeah. reaffirm the 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 statement or, like, the quote-unquote compliment. Um, so I'm just, like, staring at it. And I can't remember... Oh my God. I'm so dumb. I literally text back. Cause like, I was just so over it. And I was like, I need to text something back, but I can't like not acknowledge it. So I was like, thanks. I think everyone's different in their own way. Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thanks. But I think everyone's different in their own way. <laughs> You know what's funny too, is I remember reading that screenshot you sent me and it was funny then, but hearing 
hearing you say it out loud is so funny too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he didn't like, and then he's like, well, he kind of like backtracks and like corrected himself. And he was like, he was like, oh, like he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, he was like, I just met like you just come from like such different backgrounds. Like, I just really like your perspectives. And so I was like, okay, I'm like good save, I guess. But then we were like talking about Reddit or something, like an hour later, and he goes back and like references the text. And he was like, You totally thought like I was like saying that like you like you were different than all the other girls, right? Like that's what you thought. <laughs> like you were so scared. And I was like, Yeah, I was. I was triggered me yeah it's like actually and too like I've dated those crazy people like I have dated crazy fucking girls yes like I still can't get over how the last girl I talked to would straight up mock me on the fucking phone like change her voice like and like she would talk like that I just realized that I have experienced love bombing with gifts and it was with so-and-so my last person I talked to she wanted to come visit me two weeks into knowing me two weeks into knowing me she wanted to drive 10 hours to come see me she dropped like over 500 dollars to come see me spent money in the airbnb bought all my meals offered to buy all my meals Mm -hmm. and i mean hey it seems like a good deal when you're I mean, it did. It seemed like the perfect, I was like, oh, a nice little weekend. I get everything paid for. And guess what? I ended up paying for shit too. So like, and then when we ended things, she was like throwing it at the back of my face. She's like, wow, I spent fucking $500 on you. And I was like, bitch, you did that on your own fucking accord. That's such an old, like, or like a telltale manipulation tactic too. You know, like, that's just so obvious when they throw it back on you. It's like, you offered all of this. Like, what? I know. And that's the thing about love bombing is like, it is manipulation. Yeah. And I feel like that's just kind of like disheartening to hear. You're like, damn, like I got manipulated. Yeah. It's like, damn, <laughs> literally been puzzled again. <laughs> no, literally. Like, like if there's one thing about me, like I'm like, oh, I'm like not easily manipulated. Like definitely not me. And then... <laughs> average ass love bomber comes along and I just fold <laughs> like just, just like oh every like, yeah every fucking time I've and it's learned. <laughs> you know maybe one day we will maybe one but, day I'm to be like preemptive and like cautious with this new thing but I'm like you know you know, if we do get another love bomber, they got to be dropping some fucking money. Like, let's let's get me yeah. a car, babe. Like, let's just like sh- you want to manipulate oh. me? Go right ahead. Get me a I car thought, in the meantime. What I thought you, you were talking like financial like compensation. Like, oh, you're gonna love bomb. <laughs> like, <laughs> give me fucking money. Yeah, like you better pay if you're like my emotional damage. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, that I would That'd like. So nice if that was a law, like a law. I bomb. know. <laughs> have you ever Venmo requested someone after breaking up with them or having them break up with you? Like, have you like been like, please give me money because you hurt me? I almost did. And okay, either I almost did or I did do this, but I can't remember because I was so distraught. Like, I, I can't remember if, if this is just in my head, but I do, or at least I typed it out and I don't know if I ever did send, but my, um, well, my first and only ex, I remember I, I must've been like typing it out. And I think I put like a scent obviously there. And then, or no, I was going to Venmo request him like a thousand bucks or something. <laughs> and then um, under it, I put like, oh, what was it? I probably have a screenshot of it somewhere, but I, I, I probably don't have it anymore. But I think I was like, 
for emotional damage or something. Or I was like, oh no, I put for wasting my time under it. <laughs> I remember it was so iconic. And then you didn't send it though, right? I don't think I ever ended up sending it now. Cause well, cause also at that time I was still like a mess and like, I still would like drunk text him. And like, like I still was like, there's a chance we're getting back together when he's like actively like with this girl that not only did he potentially possibly most likely cheat on me with, but also that he ended up marrying. So just a double whammy for me, but oh, I was so Delulu. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, he'll come back. Like, <laughs> I was like, if I just keep drunk texting him, like he'll really like see the appeal oh. and he'll just come back. Oh yeah. He'll be like, wow, she wants me like all the time. Like, let me just like <laughs> hop on over there. Like, as if I didn't look like this crazy bitch ex-girlfriend, like, that, like, would get drunk and text him. Like, I was that bitch. Like, I can confidently say that at one point in my life, I was the crazy ex-girlfriend that drunk texted every weekend without <sighs> You know, I, th- I don't think I've ever told this story on here, but, like, when I broke up with my ex-boyfriend, um, oh, and he's a fucking liar, too. Like, to tell everybody that um, he broke up with me? No. Let's clear that. Yeah, no. I fucking did it. Anyways. Um, also, why would I lie about that? Like, I am so upfront about like getting dumped by my ex, like uh, girlfriend. Like, I'm very clear about that. Anyways, so I dumped him, and then I went out to the club with Mackenzie and some of our other friends, and you know, made out with a girl, and then um, it was all vibes. It was a good time, and then I saw like one fucking couple outside of this bar, and they were just being lovey dovey, and I just realized I lost that. And I like was like, I was like, I need to go home. I was like, I was like, in my sad girl, I was like, I need to leave. And so I left. I didn't Irish goodbye, I think. I think I told one person I was leaving and then I left. I think I went And I, I th- no, because this is, this is the part of the story. So I get home, I'm crying and I call him and I was like, you know, I don't hold any ill will towards you. Like, I just, you know, really grateful for what we had, blah, 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 blah. And then you come in the bathroom and you're like, who are you talking to on the phone? I was like, nobody, it's fine. I was like, it's no one. Was he on the phone or did you leave him a message? No, he was on the fucking phone. Okay. That's the last time I talked to him um, yeah. until, and then I saw him like three years later. Right. That was Black Friday. Not Black Friday. That was Blackout Wednesday or something, right? Yes, Black. Oh my God, you remember? It was such an iconic night in Kate yeah. Moore. Oh, because I was so like just beside myself when you told me. Because I've just never had an encounter with an ex like that. Like they've always <gasps> just been like gone, like forever. So it was just cra- like a face to face encounter. Like it was wild to me. I was like, I can't even imagine having a face to face encounter with one of my exes. You know, or well, like, yeah, but you know. Oh yeah, it is. It's a, it's a surreal type of thing. And it's also weird too, to like, think about like our exes, like living their lives now, like just being people out in the world. Like, do you feel like it's like, do you think it's weird to think about that? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's weird, but I think like it can get unsettling. I don't really think about it that much, but when I do, it's just, it's a little unsettling, but also I, at the same time, I don't really have much emotion towards it anymore. But I think that's also because mm. I've healed from that relationship. And it's like, I have no desire to be like back in this person's life. Oh, um, no. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so glad that we did not work out, <laughs> you know, and not oh, even, yeah. like a, a toxic way. It's just like, oh, yeah, like, not good. Like, I needed some work. He needed some work. Like, that would have never worked. I would have never learned anything. So, so yeah, yeah I know. I don't. 
I don't know. I just don't, I don't think I care that much, honestly. I think it's just like weird to think about like, like, especially with my ex-best friend too. It's like, it's like you have these really intense relationships and then it's just done. And then they just keep living, doing things. And like, I don't want to be with them or be in contact with them, but it's just, it's just interesting. Kind of speaking of losing people (laughs) and losing relationships. Um, I feel like I always think about this when I start talking to somebody new. Um, it's like the stupid statistic about friendships and relationships. And according to The Guardian, um, on average, people tend to lose two close friends when they get into a new relationship. Mm. Do you think, like, that's actually real, though? Like, do you think that actually happens? And, like, why Why would you think that would happen? I, I mean, I would say it's it's real. It's probably dependent on like the relationship and the type of people and, you know, I mean, it depends. I really, I really, it depends on what type of relationship it is. It's had friends though, right? You lose friends. Yeah. Which is like, like, cause the reason I question this is because for me, like I would never lose a close friend during like now as an adult, as a mature adult, right? Not Kate when she's 19, but like a mature adult, like I could never see myself jeopardizing any sort of friendship I have for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, no. For a relationship. Okay. Yeah. I no, I guess I would have to say the same. I think, but I, I just value my friendships way, not way more than I used to, but just in a different way. I think I'm a lot more appreciative of, of them, especially as an adult, because it can be so hard, you know, to make those friendship connections and, and, you know, kind of help them grow almost because we just don't have as much time as an adult and we don't have as much sense of community. So, I mean, adult friendships are so different, you know, than, than all of these friendships that we've kind of been accumulating our whole lives. So I agree. I think, I think our friends can also see things that we don't and they can kind of help us, you know, take off the rose colored glasses and, you know, I, I really value like my friend's opinions, you know, about mm-hmm. who I'm seeing and who I'm talking to and who I'm interested in, you know, and it's not that it's like more than my own, but it really helps me make decisions. I think I love input from, from my friends for sure. Oh yeah. I agree a thousand percent. Has there ever, have you ever been in a situation where you've liked somebody and you brought them around your friends and like just their feedback alone just completely changes your mind about them. And then you stop talking to them. Well, I was going to say when you first started talking, I said, Oh yeah. Like my ex-boyfriend, I was like, no mm-hmm. one, like not many people liked him. <laughs> no. Um, so not even like my, my best friend's dog didn't even like it. And she was like, that's how, you know, she's like, that's how I knew. So, uh, <sighs> so yeah, that's crazy. And I was like, no, like, no, no, no. Like, um, but <laughs> Um, oh shit. What was the question? Oh, I just asked like, like, have you ever had a situation where like you like somebody and then like you bring them around your friends and then they like, are like, no bad vibes. And it's just like completely changed your opinion of the person. Yeah. So I guess like the same, the same example. And it's just like, it's not like people really said it to my face either. Like it's like Mm. little hints, like people will drop hints or like kind of make little looks like no one outright tells you like, or I guess I feel like a lot of the time, especially if this person isn't like physically harming you or like it's not anything it's it's more so just like the ick and they're just like not like a great person like maybe they're a little arrogant or something like nothing crazy um but I feel like people are just gonna drop hints or like make little comments you know like snide remarks like that's that's what I remember getting 
Mm -hmm. um, until it got to the point like where it was like, I was in so much turmoil that people were like, dude, like he is not good for you. Like you, you know, like this is good that like you're not together anymore, you know? So, but I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the only time I can think of. Do you have any times to think where that's happened? It's hard because I'm a Libra (laughs) and I do what I want most of the times, but I was thinking not at the beginning of a relationship, but in the middle when things with my ex-boyfriend got bad, I, I hate that I used to do this and it makes me sad, but like, I would ask my friends if I should break up with him, which I don't think you should ever like put that kind of like emotional pressure on a friend. Like I would never like at like I'll ask my therapist yeah. she won't give me an answer either but I'll <laughs> ask her someone who's equipped to deal with that than like you know a friend and also too like then that puts the friend in a really hard spot because it's like if they say yes and then I still date him then I know that like they don't want me to be with him and if they say you know it's just like it's just like such a hard thing and so I feel like I would ask people and it was kind of like no one would tell me yes or no, which is very nice. But like, I could tell that like, even just me asking the question was just enough to like, give me a vibe of like, I probably shouldn't be dating this person. Like I was seeing this one girl and I brought her around Davida and Davida's friends. And I just could tell just the way she was acting with Davida and Davida's friends. I was like, this is not going to work. I was Mm -hmm. like, this is just not going to work. That's a good Um, indicator. Yeah. If they get along with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. And so in a stage of dating, when are you like, I'm bringing them around the friends? When is, when, when does, do you hit that mark? Well, sometimes it's not up to me. <laughs> well, and I say this, I say this just cause I'm thinking like the most recent encounter. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the date that I went on. Um, well, we, I mean, we like ended up going back to my apartment, like just to, you know, cause I was like to see the dog. Just a chit-chat. Just a chit-chat. But like, yeah, and I, well, you know, to see the dogs. And so um, we were like with the dogs or whatever. And my roommate comes back and she was with one of our other friends. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they like, I, cause I'm not on my phone when I'm with someone. Like I was barely checking yeah. my phone, like on the date at all. Um, I don't even think I knew where my phone was half the time, to be honest. Cause I just don't like, I get so like into talking to someone and getting to know yeah. someone that I don't like think about that. So I guess my roommate had texted me and she was like t- asking me if I was done and like if I was coming back and she tracked mm-hmm. my location. So she was like, oh, she's done, you know? So like, I guess that's why she came back. So I totally get that. But they like come like barging through the door and I was like, well, like, I guess he's meeting my roommate and my friend. So, and it turned out being fine. I mean, he's like, he was, he's pretty chill. And like, we honestly just all like sat and like talked um, and just like yeah. the shit, you know? Um, it's actually funny. He ended up getting my, my friend that was, um, that was over at me and my roommate's apartment. They ended up like exchanging numbers. Yeah, yeah. that's so ended cute. Up, like, each other were like cool or whatever. And like, he was like talking about how he's like, uh, like a firefighter and EMT. And he was like, oh my God, like, that's so cool. So yeah, so I don't know, it's kind of wholesome. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't, I don't know. I don't like, I'm, st- I'm just starting my dating era, like adult mm-hmm. dating era, I feel like. Not like unhealed, like college girly not even dating era just like not even knowing what I'm doing so as far as like bringing people around my friends I mean I personally I feel comfortable with it I mean obviously not the first date that was just like a weird occurrence that happened but like a couple dates in um I feel comfortable with it if I like the person you know and I think that also gives you a lot of insight right away 
um, you know, if, yeah, if, if I'm going on regular dates, like once or twice a week, I'd say like yeah. a month or two month in. Yeah. Cause like, to me, that's like meeting the parents. It's like, oh, really? it's a big, okay. I, cause I don't, I'd be, I'd be dating, you know, dating. <laughs> casually. So it's yeah. pretty serious if I bring somebody around my friends. Um, yeah. Speaking of, I have somebody who's going to meet a bunch of my friends on my birthday. Yes, and, yes. you know, at the time I was like, oh, this will be so fun. And now I'm like so stressed. <laughs> um, and it'll be so fun. Well, this just means like, you know, it's getting a little serious. Mm, but you yeah, know. I know. And that's, and that's like a good indicator for me when I know if I'm like, damn, like I want to bring them around. Right. It's yeah. like a good indication. And I want to get your opinion on this. I feel like when I don't care about somebody or I'm casually dating, like I'm very bold. I'm like in it. Like it's, but I feel so shy talking to somebody I really like. And I'm so nervous to like make moves. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's because, because we're so, I mean, when you really like someone, you don't want to do anything to fuck it up. Like it's really hard to even like say hi to this person sometimes because you're like, is that the wrong move? Like, are they gonna hate me if I say hi to them? Like, I get like that. I'm literally so delulu. I'm like, are they gonna hate me if I text first? Like, I'm literally so delusional. Like, I just, I'm like, it's so bad. But um, no, I think that's so valid and so normal. And but I think in a weird way, sometimes that's how I end up really liking people that I'm like casually talking to because oh. I'm so casual and I'm just so myself and I'm so authentic oh. and I'm so just like not giving a fuck. And like that's like hot, like that's hot girl energy. Like, mm-hmm. especially like men, like they love that. Like when you just not, when you're unhinged and just not giving a fuck, like probably is when I pulled the most, to be honest. And I I truly mean that. But I mean, oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like. I don't know, but I don't know. But then I like, I don't know if I gaslight myself into thinking I like this person because like, because they're giving me a time. I don't know. It's, it's hard, but I agree. I mean, it's also, it sucks because for me, at least I feel like I'm hindering like the, the relationship that I'm trying to, to cultivate, you know, with this person mm-hmm. that like I've built up in my head or that I'm like learning so much about. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Like I see potential here. Like, I don't want to fuck it up. It's really, I mean, it's so anxiety inducing, yeah. you know, it's, Cause you don't want to lose that. And you want, like, you want this to continue. Like you want the potential, you, you want to see if there's potential, you want to see where this can go. And it's just the thought of, of something going wrong and not being able to continue like this talking stage or this, like going on dates with someone or, you know, maybe moving towards exclusivity. The thought of like fucking that up is like terrifying. Like it's gut wrenching. Yeah. And I don't know why it's so bad. Like I'm still trying to work through that and be like, why am I so afraid to lose this person that I don't even know that well? Like it's, it honestly logically doesn't even make any sense. No. And I, yeah, it's, I don't know, but I think it is, it has to be because like we have these versions of, of them themselves that are in our brain, you know, that isn't even this real version of this person. Like, like, would I be so stressed out about like not getting a text back? You know, if I didn't sit there and like, think about this person every day, probably not. It's because I, I truly think that this person exists in my head when in, in reality, it's just a version that I made up, you know, they're not this person. They might be like yeah. a version of this person, but they, I mean, it's completely fake scenarios that I just choose how I want them to, to act, you know? And then my brain's like, yeah, that's yeah. real girl. Like, yeah, for sure. But, but it's not. So yeah, I think, I think, I think that's a hard part of dating too, is like, cause you get so wrapped up in the beginning and I am, I am at fault for that. 
every time I start talking to somebody new, I like just think they're like the most perfect, wonderful human in the world. But I'm better at it now of realizing like, no, this is a real person. Like this person has had experiences. They, everybody has flaws. Right. Everybody has flaws. It's just like being like, what are your flaws? Like, I want to know. Hmm. I want to know because then I'm going to feel like, oh, you're like a person and you're not like this person I'm yeah. so obsessed with and want to like make out with all Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's why I get my flaws out of the way, like real quick. I don't care if it scares people. Like, no, like, honestly, like maybe that's not the way to do it, like the right way. But if it comes up, like I'll like completely like out my flaws or like I let people know I'm in there like therapy right away I don't care like I'm like yeah like I'm working on myself like I'm trying to not be a toxic bitch you know like I want healthy relationships no I feel the same way I think like I have a fear of like and maybe other people in therapy can relate to this too like I have a fear of being like the problem in the relationship and having like the problems like I don't want to be like this like this like fucked up bitch who's sad like I don't yeah. want so I get nervous you know about that um and yeah it, it makes me anxious because and and then too I'm like everybody has problems that's what my therapist says she says everybody has problems blah 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 blah. and yeah I'm very upfront about my therapy like I won't obviously I'm sure you're the same way like I won't tell them what I talk about sometimes right. like sometimes if I feel like sharing I'll share but like yeah, oh my god you know what's so funny you know what I do um when I talk to my therapist about somebody new I'm dating, I like tell the person, I'm like, oh, I brought you up in therapy. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you like name drop. I'm like, name drop. Yeah, I'll be like, it just want you to know, like, I told my therapist about you. It's like, no big deal. It's so special. It's so special. <laughs> I think a good note to leave this off at is I think we've both changed so much and our relationships to dating has changed too. I think, you know, we're both in therapy and we genuinely, like you said, we want healthy relationships. And I think it's important to ask all these questions and to be aware of like, you know, how we're talking and what we're talking about and like how we're feeling. And I think it makes me hopeful for us, you know, because, and I'm sure like other people listening to have maybe felt that way. Like maybe someone listening didn't have like a really healthy dating record, or maybe they used to date really toxic people, but like, just know that like, you don't have to be stuck in this. Like you can change your pattern and you can be aware and you can have wonderful, healthy relationships, you know, and it's hard. It's not linear. I'm sure you can relate to that, but. Oh yeah. No, I mean, that was a really, really powerful statement, honestly, but, um, it's, yeah, it's tough. It's tough out here and it's tough when, and I don't want to sound pretentious, but like a a lot of people aren't really working on having healthy relationships. Like it, they're Mm kind of just like floating through life and I don't really, I'm not going to tell someone how to live their life and I don't really care how other people live their life, you know, as long as it's not, but it's, yeah, it's hard. It's, and it's, it's really disheartening to be trying so hard to have these healthy mm-hmm. relationships, but it's like, you can't have a healthy relationship with just one person. Like you can be doing the work and mm-hmm. it's just like, you get like person after person, you know, who just clearly has these like unresolved issues or like, isn't even trying to like figure mm-hmm. out, you know, why they, they do the things they do and like how to correct that. And like, you know, how to just not like hurt people. People just don't yeah. really genuinely seem to care. So I think 
that's been really tough for me since getting back into dating is that I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. So people just are really out here like raw dog in life. Like, I mean, I am yeah. too. But like, no, a hundred percent. No, a hundred percent. I totally agree. Like the last person I was talking to, like the way they were treating me and like what they would say, I, I was like, I just was like, I just can't be with them because they are just not on the same level emotionally as me. And like, just awareness wise, like I just cannot be with somebody who is not self-aware and actively working on themselves. Like I refuse. And I think, I don't know. I think I used to be really a big people pleaser too. And I just kind of would date, you know, whoever. And now it's like, no, like I want somebody who's like healthy or like actively trying to be healthy. Like, I just don't want to be miserable and toxic anymore. Would love that. And I don't think I am. Like, I don't think I'm toxic. Like I've dated toxic people. Sure. And the last person I talked to definitely was toxic, had red flags, but like I clocked them, I clocked them and I got out of there. And I think that's a victory, you know? We can't always, that's the other thing about love bombing too, is like, you know, don't blame yourself. It's so hard to vet people. Truly people will show themselves eventually. And when they do, then you can make the decision to leave. But like, truly, like, you don't know unless you date somebody and find out, you know, you truly don't know anybody, like until you've been like seeing them for a while, you know? That's so important to remember too. Like, cause I mean, now I'm like the, I'm thinking, you know, and like applying that to like my current situation. And it's like, I, I want so bad for like all, you know, I guess for like things to work out and for like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like on, I know we're going back to love bombing, but like, we just can't stop talking about love bombing. favorite <laughs> <laughs> topic. Um, but like, I think, and I don't know if you feel like this too. So like, let me know, but I have issues like trusting myself now. And I have issues like I mean, I, I've always had kind of trust trust issues, but it's like, I'm thinking now to like my current situation and I'm like, it's just, I think it's so upsetting and hurtful for like these people to say these things. And it's not even like, and that's not even take the factor of like us building it up in our heads. It's like saying these things and acting these ways. And then it's like later on down the road, you learn that like, that's not how they really are. They didn't really mean that or I think for me, that's why at every second, I'm, I think that like, whoever I'm talking to just is going to up and leave and just like ghost me or not talk to me. Like I, I'm, it's like terrifying, you know, it's terrifying yeah. to not know if anyone is, or if the person you're talking to is lying to you this whole time, you know, or when, when they are lying or when they're not, or, you know, like, cause someone can be like, oh, I'll never leave you. And then they leave like the next day, you know? Oh. So that's a problem in itself, but it's just it's that's I think probably for me like the hardest part of dating is not thinking that people are lying all the time you know but love bombing trauma you know that's oh that is probably one of my number my number one issues um in dating is that I don't trust my judgment anymore like I have almost and I have dated good people I shouldn't say that I do I, I, but I, I struggle with it because I've dated these horrible people who have just manipulated me, hurt me so severely. And it has scarred my ability to trust myself, my intuition and my judgment. And I do, I think I should be kinder to myself because I do think there were a lot more things going on that made me jump into something and not necessarily my judgment. 
but it's hard. It's hard healing your relationship with your, with your own judgment because like, it's just hard. I struggle with it. So I can totally relate to that. Yeah. I'm the same boat, but it's like my therapist says, give yourself grace. Yeah. Give yourself grace. It's, it's so hard being a human and dating and just being alive. And like, I feel like we're all just so hard on ourselves all the time. And like, we, you know, this is actually good advice for me too. I, I, I've been really hard on myself recently, which is like my job and other stuff going on. And it's like, we really just need to like take a step back and just be like, it's okay. We all make mistakes. We all date toxic people. Like it happens. It's okay. We just need to like forgive ourselves, you know? Can I just say something? Yeah. But you just said right there, like literally just like a wave of like comfort and peace just like washed mm-hmm. over me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, with like the situation I'm in now, which isn't even probably actually a situation. It's just me thinking it is because of anxiety. Like yeah. I've, you know, been thinking about that, like, and it's just like comfort just washed over me. I'm like, you know what? Cause I've been telling myself that too. And I think I've been telling you, like, if it's meant to be, it will be like, you can't mess up, you know, a relationship that's supposed to happen. You know, you just can't mm-hmm. like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So I don't know. I think that made me more comforted. You know, it's like, we're, we're all trying like they're like, mm-hmm. you're trying your best. I'm trying your best. Like this person I'm talking to is probably trying their best. Like your person yeah. you're talking to is probably trying their best. Like we're only doing what we can do in this moment, like mm-hmm. as humans, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just, we gotta keep moving forward, you know? Yeah. Well, I just want to say thank you, Mackenzie, for coming on the show. I mean, not only do I love you with my whole heart, but like you just really articulate yourself well. And I think you're just very well-spoken and I'm sure everybody on the pod can agree with that. So I just want to say thank you for coming on and just sharing and being open and being willing to discuss all this with me because, I mean, I love talking to you, but like, I don't know. I just, I just enjoy having you on the show. So I just wanted to say that. Well, you know me, I love to overshare. So, <laughs> but also so, thank you for all the pleasantries. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, so my, my last question, it's a doozy. It's really like out of the park. You know, it's so crazy. Um, why are you happy to be here? Oh, gosh. I don't know why I felt so sad when you asked that. Cause I knew it was coming too, but I was like, oh, I don't prepare anything. Um, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I think I probably say the same variation like every time, but I think I'm, like I'm just happy to be experiencing every just life in general you know the good and the bad I mean it sucks it sucks sometimes like I'm honestly I feel like I'm constantly going through it but there are like glimmers of Mm. of good and like happiness you know with life you know so and especially like with friendships and you know with people I love and just like I don't know just life man it just (laughs) like I feel like it's hard to articulate but you know I just it's it's pretty cool that we get to experience everything about life you know so I really try not to take that for granted and just remind myself that you know every day when I can so oh yeah I I agree 100 and like I feel like life is so great and like truly like there's bad things for sure but like truly like whenever I get on here I am happy to be here I might have shit going on or I might feel some type of way but like like you said, life's good. And I don't know, feeling, feeling thankful, feeling thankful. So yeah, well, that's all I got for you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.